This is Father Kevin Hale with a homily for the second Sunday of Lent, the 8th of March. I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that my morning wake-up call is the air traffic out of Southend Airport, and I'm sure it must be the same for many of you. If it isn't the noise from the skies, then it's the traffic, or the neighbours, or the many devices which, with which we surround ourselves these days. If you go onto the government website, DEFRA, the Department for Environment, Food and Rural Affairs, you will find a noise map. It shows red areas across the country where, according to the best research, noise is above the legal limit. In these areas, there are policies in place to maintain and safeguard quiet zones. The reason for trying to conserve these zones, these quiet zones, according to a recent research, is that it's in the noisiest places that housing is the least expensive, students can't study properly, and mental health is affected. All of which I think we can completely understand. It's virtually impossible these days to go anywhere without some degree of noise pollution. And most of us like to be accompanied as we go around by music um, of some kind or another. But we can drown out others by noise, and we can drown out God by noise. Noise prevents us from hearing. And the final command from God at the Transfiguration is, listen to him. This is my beloved son, listen to him. This gospel is read every year on the second Sunday of Lent. And the reason is simple. To any devout Jew, the presence of Moses and Elijah would have evoked all of the prophecies of ancient times and prepared the apostles for what was to happen at the Passion. Our Lord didn't want them to be confounded, scandalised or lose faith in him. For us in Lent, the lesson is, I would suggest, a different one. This holy season should be an occasion for us to create the calm and serenity required to meet God in the silence of our hearts. Jesus went into the desert to fast and pray. We heard that in the Gospel at Mass last Sunday. Because in the desert there are no distractions. Only the essentials matter. We know that life grows in silence, whether it's in the world of nature or life in the womb. All of it develops in the silence of creation. Yet the apostles returned after that manifestation to the humdrum and routine of everyday life, to noise and confusion. We live daily that same struggle with all the hardships and confusions that the world throws our way, trying to find peace amid so much activity and chaos. The mystery that we call the Transfiguration is a reminder to us, as it was to the Apostles, that Jesus is God and man, the two natures of divinity and humanity joined in the one person. And it's also an invitation to consider this reality and constantly reflect upon it in our lives. This is done in the inner sanctuary of our souls. That is why Jesus took the three of them away up the mountain so that they could be quiet and alone. Only without noise and distraction can great things be revealed to us.
This Lent, if we find quiet and silence a challenge, then try to find peace. If you find private prayer a challenge, or the silence is at mass awkward, or silent time in adoration before the Blessed Sacrament difficult, whatever it is, then make the extra effort to engage with the silence and let it challenge you. You might well be thinking, of course, does he have any idea about the commotion in my house and how I never get a moment of peace? Well, in the Gospel, we often hear how Jesus was interrupted in his prayer by people who wanted something, but he just went back again and again to conversation with the Father. Because in silence, and only in the silence, can we find God and commune with him. Use Lent then, this Lent now, to discover inner sanctuary, inner peace, so that in quietness and calm we may see God's will for us, and with Mary, come through the cross, the mystery of the cross, to the glory of Easter. Let us pray. Remember your compassion, O Lord, and your merciful love, for they are from of old. Let not our enemies exult over us. Redeem us, O God of Israel, from all our distress. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.